Welcome back, everybody. Also on today's show, our excellent producer, Dave Rieger, the Kingpin, and Brian Morton is sitting in as our engineer, and we thank Brian for helping us out here this morning. He's the best. Uh, a lot of things going on around town. Uh, let's see here. Madagascar, the musical, is at the Fox. Gold Star Mother's Banquet, God bless him, at the VFW in Decatur. Grand Rapids Ballet is doing the Midsummer Night's Dream. It's the Walleye Festival in Freeland. And for Steve, the Beer Fest at the ballpark in Lansing. Going on today. Wow. Lots. Holy mackinoli. <laughs> it's a great thing about this time of year. Sure, there's more work to be done, more chores to be done, but more beer festivals are popping up. That's right. Every, t- every time you take a look at what's going on on the weekend, somebody's got something. Uh, obviously, uh, we are, and fingers crossed, uh, as you know, Dr. Fauci this past week says, you know, this country is no longer in a pandemic. Uh, you know, we can foresee getting vaccinated once a year, whatever the case may be. My point is, the last couple of years have been hell. Oh, and yeah. uh, maybe now we are moving to a little bit more normalcy. And cannot stress enough how important tourism is in our beautiful state of Michigan. Uh, very interesting. You know, there's been many studies done. People from around the country come to our state because of everything that it has to offer. With that in mind, we are happy to be checking in with Chad Wiebesick. Uh Chad is the president, Tourism Industry Coalition of Michigan. May 1st through May 7th, by the way, National Travel and Tourism Week. Chad, how are you this morning? Welcome to the Great Michigan Weekend. Thank you so much, uh, Steve and Jim. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is so very important because as we were going through this stupid pandemic, uh, a lot of folks, Chad, obviously, uh, weren't traveling, in particular, coming to this beautiful state. That is changing, I would imagine, and that's good news. Very, very good news. Um, you know, so National Travel and Tourism Week uh, is uh, a nationwide uh, initiative. It's uh, This is going to be the 39th annual uh, event, and it's essentially just to increase awareness of the economic benefits and the mental benefits of traveling um, in our lives. Um, and as you mentioned, uh, the pandemic uh, had travel come to a you know screeching halt. Um, and unfortunately, you know, the pandemic hit so many industries so hard, but the travel, tourism, hospitality industry got hit disproportionately hard. And uh, we're going to try to collectively as an industry, we're going to try to do everything we can to rebuild our local communities and consumer confidence to get people to feel comfortable traveling. Well, also, Chad, we're uh, always happy to partner up with you guys and get the word out because that's what it comes down to really is people rediscovering uh, all the great places in Michigan, checking out things they've never tried before, you know, things they may have been unaware of because so many communities, uh, especially as as you go farther north and they have to become creative, a lot of these communities really do a great job with coming up with their own little festivals or they pick a theme for the weekend and they, they do some kind of event. Sometimes it's charity related, sometimes it's not. But uh, people around this state work really hard to make it attractive. Don't you agree? Absolutely. I think that's part of our, you know, Midwestern, you know, sensibilities, you know, here uh, in Pure Michigan. And, you know, this is uh, it's going to be a good summer. Like you mentioned, a lot of festivals, a lot of events, you know, that are happening. Um, 
you know, we are starting to see a slow recovery, uh, you know, in the travel industry. And we're encouraging people to get out, be a tourist in their own town, explore their own backyard, because there's always, you know, new things to discover, uh, but also to travel to different parts uh, of Michigan. And as you mentioned in, the, in an earlier segment about, uh, you know, businesses large and small that have gone, gone out, you know, gone right. out of business. That is troubling to see. And, you know, we, we have seen that here uh, in our area, um, you know, in Michigan. And so, you know, part of, part of what we're trying to tell is, look, you know, people get out, uh, support your local businesses and keep them in business. No doubt about it, Chad. And uh, our own Paul W. Smith kicked off yet another Pure Michigan tour last Friday, going to be going on throughout the week. I had the pleasure in the past of going on that. And, uh, you know, getting back to what you were just discussing, Chad, it's just insane as you travel this great state. How many small businesses there are that really rely on tourism? And, you know, I'm, again, happy to report that maybe the volume is going to be back to perhaps what it was pre-pandemic. But it's so vital that you take care of the small business. As we know, the backbone of this nation. Absolutely. Um you know, there is research that says uh, this is from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics that um, within the travel hospitality industry, 60 percent of those are small businesses. Oh, yeah, so you're absolutely right. Small business is the backbone uh, of our of our communities. They're, there's so much that people don't have control over as well. And uh, man, you know, the last thing we need when we're trying to relaunch this and we're out of the covid situation is high gas prices. So. You know, people say, well, I don't know if, I, if we're going to go up north this year. I don't know if we're going to go all the way to Mackinac. I'm concerned about gas prices. But, you know, you got to make the effort. And I think most of the time, if people make the sacrifice or plan their budget so that they can afford a good, you know, a week-long car trip, uh, they're always happy they did it because the, the rewards are great and the family memories sure. last forever. That, that That's it. Um, you know, we, we learned during the pandemic uh, fortunately and unfortunately, just how valuable travel is in our lives, uh, our mental well-being, and also creating memories. You know, we are, uh, you know, travel is memory makers. And, you know, when you think about, you know, the small businesses, you know, the medium-sized businesses in our communities that went out of business, they make memories for us. You know, there, there are, you know, when you think of, you know, some of your favorite restaurants, you like going there, you know, maybe because you like the people, you like the chef, you like the food but you also like the memories and you recall, you know, the restaurants you went to because you were there for a birthday celebration or an anniversary. We have to do our part, um, you know, as, as human beings to support our local businesses. Um, So that's national travel and tourism week. And that's all next week. And, you know, we just want people to, to get out, be a tourist in their own town, explore this great state of Michigan and help do their part to uh, expedite the recovery. All right, Chad, thank you so very much for your time. Keep up the great work. Very important what you're doing, and uh, we'll chat again very soon. Thank you so very much. All right, Chad. Talk to you soon, buddy. And, uh, you know, this might be a nice time for us to uh, bring back people like uh, Emily Gale. Do you remember Say Nice Things About Detroit? Oh, yeah, sure. She was great at that. Now, I have something I uh, prepared for you. All right. Speaking of the old days. Oh, yeah. Name was Mr. Softy, M R S O F T E, Mr. Softy. There was nothing like it. <laughs> I mean, uh, that was soft serve ice cream, 
Dave, you remember Mr. Softy, don't you? Of course you do. I Brian? actually am too young to remember Mr. Softy. He's still around. There's a few. I think on the East Coast, correct? Uh, there's some around here, too. There's a couple of outlaw guys who have the old trucks and that music box. Because that was a music box, you know, mechanical music box. Oh, yeah. That played that. And they uh, they still make the rounds. I remember in my neighborhood, there, it was kind of funny. There was uh, the Good Humor guy. That was the top shelf. The Good Humor truck. That was probably back in the day when the Good Humor guy was dressed in all white. Uniform. Very crisp. And he had the uh, change thing. Right. Which the ch- yeah. <laughs> I thought was very cool. How do you, how do you work that? <laughs> The change thing in a white uniform and that cool Ford that was built for the Good Humor Company with the box on the back. And then there was Mr. Softy. So the good, greatest good humor guy would come around, you know, three or so. And then Mr. Softy would come maybe at four. Then there was my favorite, the outlaw guy who had just an old beat up step van and he had stickers on it because he wasn't with a big company. No. And it was like off brand popsicles. You know, he didn't really have a name. You know, it, it's like uh, the current day because, uh, you know, I had my uh, grandson in town last summer and there was an outlaw <laughs> ice cream dispenser. And, you know, he wanted a, an ice cream that was supposed to look like SpongeBob SquarePants. And he takes it out of the package and it was, I think he gasped. <laughs> oh, Papa! <laughs> Just a blob, right? It was, it was an alien. I don't know what the hell was happening. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the, the outlaw guys who, uh, God love them, they probably went to some wholesaler and bought, like, you know, a big box of popsicles. They never had the creamy chocolate covered no. good stuff. How about this? Remember this? Every neighborhood had one. The guy that would sharpen knives. Oh, yeah. He walked up and down the street. Or he, and had, little, he had the bell. Or a little cart. There was a guy in uh, Troy. Who had a three-wheel vehicle that had a box on the back. Like it had, it had like a motorcycle front and then a box on the back. And he would cruise down the streets ringing a bell. Yeah. And, and the moms would bring out their scissors and their knives. It was uh, insane. You don't see that anymore. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to be the new, <laughs> the new sharpener guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do some trivia next and give away some Tiger tickets. Before we do that, though... I want Dave to do his list of concerts at Pine Knob because we missed that last week. And then we'll do the trivia. But we'll take a caller now to get him ready to play trivia. Does that sound good, guys? All right. So yeah. 